You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Take your seats. The Holy Spirit gave birth to us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The Holy Spirit testifies we belong to God. The Holy Spirit prays for us. The Holy Spirit strengthens us. One of the things the Holy Spirit does is that the Holy Spirit gives us counsel. He gives us counsel. He gives us counsel. I don't know where you take your advice. I don't know who gives you counsel. I don't know who tells you what to do. But I can tell you that the one who tells you what to do would determine how much correctness or error will be in your life. How much you get it right and how much you get it wrong determines on who tells you what to do. But when Eve or Eve, sorry, or when he tells you what to do, you would always get it right. If you listen to what he tells you to do, you will get it right. I'm still teaching on the Holy Spirit. He will tell you what to do. He will tell you. He will tell you. And the point is that he never lies. He is our counselor. Now, watch this. You know that when people tell you what to do, when people tell you what to do, you know that they leave you to go and do it. They can't always do everything they tell you to do with you. Oh, hello. Is that true? But the point is, when he tells you what to do, he's right there with you to do. Is there anything better than that? He said, if you love me, obey me. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, and he will never leave you. Don't struggle to obey him. Do you know that these days, we've made it seem as if 
Worshipping God is meant to do him God a favor. No. Worshipping him makes us favorable. <laughs> Praise God. One thing I love about him is that he doesn't force his way with you. He always leaves you to your free will. Do you know that if he didn't even leave Adam and Eve to their free will, we'll not be here. But that's how God is. He leaves you to your free will because he gave you first your free will. So that your worship to him will not be by force. Then it is no more worship. So he always leaves it to your free will. Don't be forced to obey him. Oh, hello. Did you hear that? So that your obedience would always be worship. Anytime anybody forces you to obey, your obedience is no more worship. Are you getting the point? Yes. Don't let anybody force you. Don't let anybody coerce you. Let your obedience always be at your free will. Choose to obey. Let it be joyful when you are obeying. Even if it's difficult, tell him, Lord, it's difficult, but I love you, so I will do it. Are you understanding me? Yes. Because I know it's for my own what? My own good, my own benefit. Look at nothing the Holy Spirit does. Next. He teaches us. Praise God. He teaches us. But when the Father sends the Comforter instead of me, and by the Comforter I mean the Holy Spirit, he will teach you much, as well as remind you of everything that I myself have told you. Praise God. This particular scripture was actually in reference to the disciples. He was actually telling them that he was going to teach them a lot about himself. That he has not told them before. Praise God. Okay? So the you there is not for all of us. No, he was talking to them in particular. Praise God. Oh, are you understanding me? But do you know what? He gave them the full revelation so that you and I will have that revelation in his word. So anytime you read the word of God, you are reading from the Holy Spirit. Oh, did you hear that? What Jesus wants you to know about him is what he, the Holy Spirit, gave to the apostles to be written in the Bible for you and I to have as God's word today. How many times do you read the word? Why is it that you always want people to hear God for you? 
What kind of Christianity is this? But he said it, that in the end, people will have itchy ears. And they want to hear a lot of fables. So these days, we go to church to hear fables from so-called magicians who have become We like hearing fables. And they will pick somebody and tell them their history from king crime to can crime. And then you'll be listening to fables. He wants you to hear him. For yourself. So you know what? He teaches you through the Bible. Oh, praise God. He teaches you through the... Please, if, if anybody teaches you anything and says, this one, I said it. And he says, I. Ask them, who are you? Because the standard is the word of God. Oh, praise God. I said the standard is there. All of us submit to the, including your pastor. <laughs> Praise God. Nobody is the hero. Jesus is the hero. Oh, praise God. David is not there. Moses is not there. Abraham is not there. Tell me who the hero is. Jesus, because he's the one who died. They all said it, even in Hebrews chapter 11. Bible said they did everything they had to do, but they did not see the promise. Because Jesus is their promise. Jesus is the promise. So if I come to church and I teach you, and I teach you about David, you came to church for nothing. If I teach you about Moses, you came to church for nothing. If I teach you about Abraham, you came to church for nothing. The sole focus of our worship must be Jesus. I should be able to pull out of David how David represented Jesus. So that out of David, you see Jesus. Out of Moses, you see Jesus. Out of Elijah, you see Jesus. That is scripture. Because all scriptures point to who? Jesus. Say David and Goliath from zero to hero. Then you are happy. From zero to hero. So David came from zero and became a hero. And then I apply it. Today you are a carpenter. Tomorrow you are going to be what? A pilot. 
I actually just, the moment I give that illustration, I'm even looking down on the work of the carpenter. So many things we teach. <laughs> so many things. <gasps> That's not the focus of worship. The carpenter becoming the owner and not an apprentice is good progress. But the unbeliever can achieve that without Jesus. That is not good news. That is not good news. God has wired all of that for all his children. So all his children benefit from it. Did you hear that? So that unbeliever is still God's creation. Did you hear that? And they benefit from all of these goodies. All they need to do is to work hard. All they need to do is to be respectful and honor their boss. Did you hear that? And very soon you see them at the top. So that is nothing. That's nothing. But they are deeper truths of the spirit that the mere mortal man can never have. That brings satisfaction and fulfillment to your soul. Not just for here, but into eternity. Those ones are only given by the Holy Spirit. And is given in rebirth. Those are the things he teaches you. Oh, praise God. The others are just bonuses. Thank you. Incentives into swore. Oh, praise God. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into the hearts of man. I'll speak to it next week. The spirit life. It has nothing to do with material needs. It has nothing. He's talking about deeper truths, deeper illuminations that men never had. Because in the Old Testament, it was all concealed. It was a mystery. It was revealed in the New Testament. That full revelation of God has come to man. Things are, that eyes have not seen and ears nor entered into the heart of man. The Holy Spirit now who lives in us teaches us to know him. As the Lord promotes you in your job, it's wonderful. It's good. Because it's the Lord who does it. But don't wait to have that before you say you are blessed. Wow. 
<laughs> so that's why you see you can't share a testimony. Until that comes, you are not blessed. You can share testimony. You see how you feel down. And you feel terrible. And you look at your friends. And the cars they are riding. And the houses they are building. And then you look at yourself. Say, me be Na me cry, we ask me be yedeng. Am I saying that those things shouldn't come to you? They are not the VIPs of life. For a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things he has. A man's life is not measured by the things he has. So for those who measure their lives by those things, those same things destroy them. I want to see a church that is buzzing with new revelation. And things become nothing to you. Do you know that when you understand this, things you have, you know that you are just a steward. And you use them to propagate the gospel. And to do the kingdom's work. Because things no more become your master. They become your slave. Give me the next. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be witnesses. To be what? Oh, wow. But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power to testify about me with great effect to the people in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth about my death and resurrection. Please, if the Holy Spirit empowers you to do that, it means that if you are not doing this, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is in vain. Oh, hello. I can see some of the young boys in this church. I can see your zeal. I can see how excited. I can see how you're doing this work. And I'm so joyful of you because I can see you understand. And I pray for that same grace of understanding for all of us. 
Anytime you're going to put food in your mouth to nourish this container, ask yourself that what you are being empowered by the Spirit, have you nourished it? If you don't feel anything when you have not spoken to somebody about Jesus in the day, then something is wrong. I can give my children everything. I can give them everything. But listen to me very carefully. Those same things will end up destroying them. If I don't make them understand that those things are subservient. To the bigger. Jesus. Praise God. And I don't teach them about the things of the spirit. How to love God. How to walk with God. And, and, and I give them the abundance of life. We call them. By the time I'm gone, they'll be fighting with themselves. As to who to take what. Because that's not the essence of life. I tell them piling up things does not make you an important person. It makes you a slave to things. You are empowered to witness. Who did you talk to yesterday about Jesus? Who did you talk to yesterday about Jesus? Do you know that somebody you bypassed when the Holy Spirit prompted you died the minute you left them? Do you know that? And they are going into eternal damnation because you bypass them. Oh, do you know that? At the Bible school, one of us shared, and she was in tears when she was sharing it. She said the, the grandmother was a fetish priestess. But the woman was a very good woman. And she lived up to over 100. And still, they, they tried everything to witness Christ, but the woman was not receiving Christ. But when she was saying, she said, she knew. She said, 
their lives were not challenging her. Because she who was a fetish priestess was good than even them. But the woman went somewhere and they heard that some people witnessed to her and she received Christ. The next day she died. The next day she died. The next day she died. Please, let's take this thing personal. I'm waiting to see how many of us are going to go with the young man and the young lady too. I'm waiting to see how many people register and would willingly go. I want to go and witness Christ. As a matter of fact, as a believer, you should always be waiting for this opportunity to pounce on it so you can make your reward greater. Because it's not the money you are piling that is going to bring you a reward. Oh. Can you believe this? That you are traveling to a place. And when you go to that place. Everything you work for. You can't transfer to where you came from. Hello? Hello? Are you here? Some of you have already gotten it. You are working. But you have to eat everything here. Yeah. But you, you, you can't transfer your buildings there. You can't. You can't. So ask yourself. We are missing out on life. And we think we are living life. You can't transfer. Do you know that this place, in the next 
15, 20 years. You will come here and it's no more this place. Somebody has bought it, turned it into something else. I remember Kuala was number one. Ah, is he? Most of you don't even know. Number one. What's number one? Now you know. It's Kuala. For you, you think the person who did it had to leave it and go. <laughs> you can't take it. But there's something you can take with you. You can take a soul with you. What you spend on a soul can be transferred. You'll be waiting for you there. <laughs> the life that is meaningful. That's the glorious life. Give me the next. He will guide you into all truth. Praise God. When the Holy Spirit who is truth comes, he shall guide you into all truth. For he will not be presenting his own ideas. But will be passing on to you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Praise God. You want to know about the future? You, you want to know about the future? Do you know that the greatest thing that the people that you think are so cool and they are doing the best stuff in town, and everybody is calling them powerful names, and you too, even because you want something small, you go and say, chief, chief, chief. <laughs> Do you know the greatest thing they are worried about? They are worried about the future. They can't understand eternal truths. Every time when they are sleeping, they are thinking, so... All these things, if I die, where am I going? That's their fear. That's their greatest fear. Every day. When they come and you splash them with praises and they are happy and they, they forget it. You know, when they came to, they, they splash the money and they, and they are doing stuff and they are happy. They forget everything. When they go home and they are alone, it comes back. Comes back! Because he has set eternity in the hearts of men. There. 
voice will always be speaking to you. Your heart will be speaking to you. But you know the future. Oh, Jesus. You are confident about the future. You know where you are going. Right now, if you die, you know where you are going. Right now. Amazing. There's this wonderful woman. She's a relative. Um, I went to pray with her. She, she's, she's over 90. And she recently got very ill. So she called me, I want to pray. And I said, well, Lord, we know she's already yours. She knows where she's going, but she won't die in pain. Let her prepare herself beautifully, and then she can go. So we lock in the place of eternity. Let her remain peaceful so she can go at the right time. When she slept, it was like a trance. She saw the beautiful place. Angels carrying her. Glory like a light. And she said, Pastor, it's so beautiful. It's so glorious. It's so overwhelming. Listen. You have the best life. Jude talks about contending for Moses' body. You think there's nothing like that in it? Listen to me. Don't joke. They contended for Moses' body. But the archangel said, what? This body cannot be yours. They will try and contend for yours. But if you are for him, you are for him. Please. There's this gospel that they preach these days and they say there's nothing like hell. Run away from that gospel. It is another gospel. It is not the gospel. It is not. Give me the next. Convicts us. Say convicts us. Oh, say he convicts us. When he has come, he will convince the world of its sin and of the availability of God's goodness and of deliverance from judgment. Oh, praise the Lord. So you see what the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit convicts you of? The availability of God's word. The availability of God's He convicts the 
unbeliever of their sin. But for you, he conveys the availability of God's And you have been delivered from God's judgment forever and ever. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Praise God. That's why when you also go to speak to the unbeliever, Look at the way the Holy Ghost convicts them. He convicts them of their sin, not by telling them their sin. He convicts them of their sin, of making them know the availability of God's goodness. Preaching sin does not deliver people from sin. Did you hear that? <laughs> if I'm already sitting in this, and you don't come and give me a better option, and you come and tell me of this, that me, I am inside of it. Me who is inside of it, who knows it better? <laughs> oh, are you here? Me, I'm inside that thing. I know that when we're coming, we met a, young, a, a man, a young man. The car was coming, he couldn't even see the car. He was so drunk. I mean, so drunk. Somebody had to tell him, hey, move. Even tell him, move. He was not moving. <laughs> Say, oh, Lord, have mercy. And then you are coming to tell this guy about drunkenness. tell you, if you mix this with me, <laughs> this mixture, it will give you this kind of... <laughs> he can't tell you. Because that's his experience. <laughs> give him a better option. Tell him I have another drink. It is the drink of the Holy Ghost. Oh, praise the Lord! This one is not correct one. If you test this one, you will not love this one again. When you get boosted in this one, it will make you do powerful things. The availability of God's goodness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Tell them how good God is. How loving he is. 
what the image of God is in them. Hallelujah. Do you know that you, as you see yourself this way, do you know who is in you? And what he wants to make you? Don't go and insult them. Anytime you do wrong and a voice comes with condemnation to you, it is not the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? Read it. What does he say? Go. He will convince the world of its and of the what? Availability of and of deliverance from Deliverance from judgment means you are no more with condemnation. You can't be condemned. That's what it means. Anytime you hear a voice of condemnation, it's not from God. It's from one guy called the accuser of the brethren. You love him? You know him? Oh, okay. Give me that. Give me that. Gives us joy in. Oh, he gives us joy in. He takes away suffering. Today's Christianity. He takes away suffering. He gives us what? Joy. In the midst of what? Suffering. First Thessalonians 1 says, So you became our followers and the lords, for you received our message with joy from the Holy Spirit, in spite of the trials and sorrows it brought you. The message of the cross will bring you trials and sorrows. Yes, it will bring you trials and sorrows. Because sometimes what they fight for, you won't fight for. <laughs> and they will call you a fool. What they see as so important and a privilege you see as unimportant and nonsense. Are you here? That is why I keep talking about this. I, I know what I'm doing. I keep talking about it because you have measured yourself for a long time with the standard of the world.
So you see, when you see the trial and sorrow of the gospel, it makes you see, feel that God is rather against you. Are you here? Because that's what they have told you. That's what they have told you. Do you know what they are trying to do? They are bringing you to a lower standard. Tell them, I'm not coming down. Please tell the next person, I'm not coming down. Please tell them like you mean it. Tell them, I'm not coming down. Oh, please say it like you mean it. Say it. Say, say it to three, four people. Tell them, I'm not coming down. Though the trials, though the sorrows may come, the Holy Spirit is bringing me joy in the middle of them because my reward is so great. I'm not coming down. What you call less is not the less. I'm sorry. When Paul says that the unbeliever cannot judge the righteous, that is what he meant. How can the one who does not see well tell me what is the best? Because the God of this world has blinded their eyes. Don't listen to the advice. Don't listen. Thank you, Jesus. Give me the last one. The Holy Spirit offends. Jesus lives in us. Oh, praise the Lord. Jesus lives in. He tells us Jesus lives in. He affirms that Jesus lives in. So Jesus lives right inside of you. Jesus lives inside of you. That's why the haves and the have not <laughs> don't change who I am. <laughs> Hey, hey, my level don't change. <laughs> eh? You know that's all. My level don't change. My level don't change. Hey. No, it's not Shatawali. Every time I say this thing, it's only Shatawali's song that comes to your head. Because that's the one you've been following. The one who played this is called Onyamiba. Yes. Onyamiba. My level don't change. I am here. I am moving forward. Is that yes? 
my level don't change, I am moving forward. Moving forward in this sense, not in deeper revelation of who he is. Oh. Growing in maturity in Christ. Oh. My level don't change, I am moving forward means I got a new car. I just had my wedding. I am moving forward. Ah, fetish priest. Omo worry you. The fetish priestess and the priest. They marry you. They, they don't need gospel to marry you. I am moving forward. My level don't change. I am moving. Hey, 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 my God is good. Oh. You see the song is saying? Everything now double double. <laughs> you see the kinds of songs. See how materialism has become Christianity. We have no idea. God's goodness. So you think that the availability of God, God's goodness he spoke about is telling you about your marriage and your cars and, and, and no. That you have full redemption forever and ever. Listen, listen. Go to Proverbs. It will tell you that it is the gift of God that when a man labors, they enjoy the fruit of their labor. Is that not true? And you think when Solomon was talking, he was talking to believers. At that time, were they Christians? He was talking to both believers and unbelievers. It is the gift of God. That when human beings work, they enjoy the fruit of their labor. It is God who gives it to everybody. But when you say you are a believer, you are a Christian, the goodness of God is <laughs> not these things because it's common to all. I mean, for, listen, for most of you who have been with me, you come to me and you tell me, listen, maybe you don't confide in your, yourselves, but you come and you tell me that, Pastor, we are amazed how things are just working. You all say, it, Pastor, now we don't have to do much. Sometimes things we didn't ask for just comes to us. Because you have put your best foot forward in Christ Jesus. The secondary will follow. 
if Jesus lives in you, he says, those who do what God says, they are living with God. And he's with them. We know this is true because the Holy Spirit, he has given us, tells us so. Every morning when you wake up, there's a confirmation. Jesus lives in you. There's an assurance in your spirit. Jesus lives in you. Praise the Lord. I'll continue. The spirit life next week. I'm done with the Holy Spirit through the scriptures. Amen. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.